At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Sonnenberg here with you. It is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Follow on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Follow us all on the network at VSIN Live. Thursday Night Football kicked off week 10. We're into the double digits here. Week 10 in the NFL with the Miami Dolphins upsetting the Baltimore Ravens. Wow. Just, wow. Coming into this game, and I lost the numbers here, but it was the Ravens had covered against the Dolphins at an alarming rate coming into this game. Oh, here it is. I got it. 9-0 and against the spread against the Dolphins under John Harbaugh. 8-1 and straight up, outscoring Miami in the last three times they played them. 137 to 16. Lay the points, right? Not so fast. The Ravens are 0-5 against the spread this season when favored by six and a half or more points as they lose outright to the Dolphins in this game, 22 to 10. I'll be honest, I turned the game off. This was boring. This was such a Boring, ugly football game. And I was very focused on my Pittsburgh pick over North Carolina, which got very lucky to come through. Never a doubt, right? Never a doubt. Uh, As Pitt wins in overtime, they cover the six and a half, winning by seven in overtime. But no, 
So let, let's go back here to the Ravens. As I mentioned, 0-5 in games where they're favored by six and a half or more. And honestly, it's been a season now where the underdogs have ruled. In total, underdogs have dominated this season. And prime time underdogs have dominated this season. Prime time underdogs are 20 and 8 against the spread. Underdogs in general this season, 77 56 and 1 against the spread. That is incredible. Unders improved to 74, 61, and 2. And primetime overs after a 6 and 0 start are now 14, 13, and 1. In fact, seven of the last eight Thursday night games have gone under the posted total. Last week's Jets-Colts game was the only one that went uh, over. And I remember there used to be a trend of, of Thursday night's first half unders. Well, just full games now. I mean, this, is, this was a real crazy game. Real crazy game. And now let's think about how we stand so far in the NFL in regards to teams covering the spread or going over or under the posted total. The Green Bay Packers are the best team in the NFL covering the spread. They are 8-1 and one against the spread this season. The Dallas Cowboys are the second best team, 7-1 and one against the spread. The Tennessee Titans and the Arizona Cardinals are both 7-2 and two against the spread. And then you have Indy 6-3, the Chargers 5-3, Seattle 5-3. Let's go down to the bottom. This is where it gets fun. The Washington football team, the worst team against the spread this season, 1-7 and seven ATS. 1-7! and seven. Ugh! Gross! Buzz, your girlfriend, woof. 1-7. and seven. Kansas City is next at 2-7 and seven against the spread. And KC's got the worst margin. 6.6 points negative. San Francisco and the Jets are both 2-6 and six against the spread. And then you got Jacksonville, Pitt, Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. The team that we just saw here on Thursday night, 3-5 and five against the spread. But yeah, that's a look at some of the worst teams against the numbers so far this season. How about your totals? We have the best teams hitting the over this season. The Indianapolis Colts, 6-3 and three to the over. The best mark in the NFL. At 5-3 and three hitting to the over, San Francisco, Dallas, the Jets, and Tampa Bay. All hitting at 5-3 and three to the over. With the highest margin, though, being the Colts and the Tampa Bay Bucks at 4.8 points. How about the worst teams? To the over, which would just conversely mean that they are the best teams to the under. See, we like to look at the positives here on the look ahead. So rather than say the the negative side of things and calling them the worst over teams, uh, let's call them the best under teams, right? Well, I don't feel good about that. The best team in the NFL to the under is the Seattle Seahawks. 
Seahawks are 6-1-1 one, and one to the under this season. That's fantastic. Denver, 7-2 and two to the under. Carolina, 7-2 and two to the under. Gr- uh, Green Bay, actually, 7-2 and two to the under. Isn't that crazy? Then you have Jacksonville, 6-2. and two, Pittsburgh, 5-2-1. and one, Chicago, 6-3. and three. But the Seattle Seahawks, 6-1-1 one, and one to the under, which would... You know, obviously mean that they're one six and one to the over this season. Which is pretty interesting. So now let's take a look at the schedule for this week and see if we can find a little correlation. Well, the Seahawks and the Packers play each other. Total in this game is 49. Russell Wilson should be back. Don't know if Aaron Rodgers is gonna play. But let's take a look at those two numbers that we just saw. Seattle, 6-1-1 one one to the under. Green Bay, 7-2 to the under. Methinks the under 49 is attractive here between these two teams. If those trends hold up with both teams playing towards the under. Now, part of that reason could be that because of the uh, reputations between these two teams... And the, uh, you know, historic nature of their abilities to score. That maybe the overs are kind of inflated because of who these teams are. And so if they're not scoring to the inflated line, they're going under. So, again, Seattle 6-1-1 one, one to the under. Green Bay 7-2. and two. Excuse me. To the under. And the total in that game is at 49. Uh, Other uh, best teams, if we look into the overs, right? Well, we just showed you that. The Colts, best team to the over at 6-3. and The Colts, they uh, will play against the Jaguars. The total in that one is 47.5. The Jaguars this season are one of the worst teams towards the over. They're actually 2-6 and six towards the over. So no real read with those two teams playing on the over there. Uh, San Francisco, and the, oh, how about this? San Francisco, 5-3 and three to the over this season. And the Rams, 5-3-1 and one to the over this season. Those two teams match up on Monday Night Football with a total of 49, but that would kind of... Counter, counteract the primetime uh, numbers here with the under primetime unders, you know, have kind of caught up. But really, it's Thursday nights which have gone under the most. But we have seen the numbers kind of go uh, over and under here. Uh, Tampa Bay is five and three to the over. They play against Washington. Washington is at four and four to the over. But against the spread, let's take a look at some of these interesting nuggets here. As you have Dallas 7-1. and one. Well, the one that they won was the, the loss, obviously, this past week was the first one when they lost outright to the Broncos as such heavy favorites. But they are 7-1 and one against the spread, the second best in the NFL. 
And their opponent, the Atlanta Falcons, are just 4-4 four and four this season against the spread. Trying to find some matchups where we have a high team that covers a lot against a team that doesn't cover a lot. Uh, Tampa Bay, they're 3-5. and five. They play Washington, who's 1-7. Kansas City at 2-7. and seven. They play against the Raiders, who are 4-4, four and four, so nothing really there. Jets at 2-6. and six. Against Buffalo, Buffalo is four three and one, so nothing really blows you. Uh, you know, nothing really jumps out there. Uh, let's see. We have um, Tennessee at seven and two, and where's New Orleans? New Orleans is at four and four, so nothing really jumping out. But those are some of the situations that I like here. And as we know. I talked about this on last night's show. There has been a trend that we have seen so far this NFL season that has been pointed out by many over the past couple of days. And it's that NFL teams who did not beat the spread in their last game going up against teams who did beat the spread their last game with the Ravens not covering on Thursday night, that number is now 39-15-1 against the spread. The rest of the teams that would fall into that category this weekend, Carolina, Dallas, Vegas, New Orleans, and Philadelphia. Hmm. Which one of those do I like the most? Hmm. I'll tell you coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow on Twitter at Scott's On Air. This is The Look Ahead. Here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. 
Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports Betting Network. Scott Satterberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on Eason, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, so many interesting trends in the NFL that we can talk about. Uh, if you read this week's edition of Point Spread Weekly, you were informed about a very interesting trend, which involved single-digit road underdogs who are covering at over 69% this season. So, the single-digit road underdogs this week are as follows. The Atlanta Falcons, nine points against the Cowboys. The Saints, three points at the Titans. The Browns, two and a half at New England. The Lions, eight at the Steelers. The Vikings, three at the Chargers. The Eagles, two and a half at the Broncos. And that's it. Those are your underdogs of under, of single digits, road underdogs. So, which road underdog do I think is going to cover? We'll start from the top of the schedule. Falcons at the Cowboys. Can I see it happening? I can see it happening. I also could see the Cowboys getting right here in a situation where they, you know, are coming off an embarrassing loss at home. But maybe, you know, maybe Atlanta's kind of figured this thing out. But I think it's kind of one of those letdown spots for Atlanta where they beat New Orleans, they're really feeling themselves, and now they go on the road to Dallas, and Dallas just whoops on them. You know, the spread moving down now to eight, and, and I just feel like, well, I do like this game to go over. Um, I think that Dallas is the right side here. The number's high, but I'm not confident in the Atlanta Falcons covering this number. Not confident. I, I think they can, just not confident in it. The New Orleans Saints, on the other hand, I think they absolutely can cover this number against the Titans. See, this is the type of game that the Saints get up for, right? When the Saints this season, against good teams, okay, beat the Packers in week one. That was, we didn't expect that to happen, right? 
They beat the Patriots in week three. They beat the Seahawks. They beat the Bucks. They've lost to the Giants. They lost to the Panthers. They lost to the Falcons. They lose to bad teams. But they get up and they beat good teams. And I think now, you know, the quarterback situation, probably a little bit more stable with another week of preparation. <coughs> Excuse me. And I feel like it's going to be a low-scoring defensive battle here against the Titans. Totals at 44. I think this game goes under. I think this is a field goal game. I actually like the Saints to cover this line. I think the Saints could win this one outright. The Titans are coming off just a really good stretch of football, right? They've won, you know, five straight games, and the last four have been really big emotional games. Beating the Bills, getting up for that game at home against one of the top teams, at least the top team in the AFC, the favorite to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. You beat them, right? And there was the whole Josh Allen play at the end with the fumble and whatnot. Instead of going for the field goal, they're going for the win. Okay. Then you play against the Chiefs at home. And, man, it's it's the Chiefs. Even though they're, they're not a good team this year, they're an average team this year, it's still the Kansas City Chiefs. And on reputation alone, it's a big game. It's a prove-yourself type of game. And the Titans go into Arrowhead, and they prove themselves against the Chiefs. Then you play your division rival Colts in a back-and-forth affair, a key game for your division standings. Because with the win, you take a stranglehold in the AFC South, and you win that back-and-forth shootout, 34-31. And then you play Sunday night primetime national television against the Rams, another Super Bowl favorite, and you beat them outright as a touchdown or more underdog. That's just a, that's a big, that's a busy stretch of football to now play to now play the Saints on you know an early game I, I could see New Orleans going into Tennessee and coming away with an upset victory here uh, how about the Browns you know getting rid of Odell Beckham Jr. might be addition by subtraction and I, I'll admit I didn't think that they were going to beat the Bengals last week and they blew them out 41-16. to 16. So they bounce back after losing to the Steelers. And they have a really great game against the Bengals. And if that team shows up against the Patriots, they're going to win. And think about this. A little bit of extra motivation with the Ravens losing this game on Thursday night. Because now the Browns who still have to play the Ravens twice, are just with a win on Sunday, a half a game behind them in the standings. Baltimore's dropped down to 6-3 and three now. And Cleveland, with a win, improves to 6-4. and four. So you got to believe there's going to be extra motivation now for the Browns going into this game. 
against the Patriots, knowing that they still got a chance at this AFC North. But they're so inconsistent. I don't know which Browns team is going to show up. Is this the Browns team that's going to be pathetic like they were against the Steelers? Or is this the Browns team that's going to score 41 points like they did against the Bengals? They're a banged-up football team, too. Patriots are also banged up dealing with injuries in their own right. You know, we have to see Damian Harris is in the concussion protocol. Is Damian Harris going to play? You know, they rely on him so much in the running game. You know, he uh, didn't practice. Didn't practice on Thursday in the concussion protocol. You have to wonder if Harris is, is uh, going to practice or not, and if he is going to play or not. And if he doesn't, obviously, it, it, it's going to affect the uh, Patriots. But that's a game that it, it's a question mark, either side. The Browns could be the single-digit uh, underdog. The Lions against the Steelers. We talked to James Alberino earlier in the program. He said he likes the Lions to keep this one close. And it's not so much on the Lions. It's really it's on the Steelers. That the Steelers are coming off a stretch. They've won four straight games. And, but look at these wins, right? So you beat the Broncos. Then they beat the Seahawks, barely. They beat the Browns, barely. And they beat the Bears, barely. <laughs> Uh, a lot of close games. And now they're an eight-point favorite over the Lions. Lions coming off their bye week. Lions still desperate, looking for their first win of the season. The fighting Dan Campbells might keep this one close here against the Steelers. This one, I have a feeling that it might come down to a field goal. Steelers, watch the Steelers win by a field goal here. And uh, weather could be a factor as well. Looks like precipitation's going to be in the forecast there. So uh, let's see if we can get a report for Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on the weekend. Because last last time I saw it was precipitation. Uh, Look at this. Rain. Rain with a little bit of snow. That's on Saturday. Wow, that's not looking good. On Sunday... It's going to be cloudy with showers with a 60% chance of precipitation. I should have one of those, like, boards here that I'm kind of, like, you know, going through. But, yeah, 42 degrees in Pittsburgh with a a 60% chance of precipitation. Wind gusts at 12 miles per hour. Ooh, this is going to be an ugly game. It's going to be an ugly low-scoring game. Lions are going to cover that eight-point line against the Steelers. The Vikings at the Chargers. Man, the Vikings have been so disappointing this season. And now you got this whole Dalvin Cook situation that I'm sure his teammates have questions. Uh, I'm sure everyone's got questions going on. Who knows what the situation is? Dalvin Cook says the truth is going to come out. He's the victim here in this whole thing. It's He's not the... The, the one who's at fault, he's the victim. So it's a lot of stuff going on. They've lost two straight games. They can't get out of their own way. Uh, going, to, going to L.A. now, uh, I, I think the Chargers are going to put up a big number here against the Vikings. Vikings might be, uh, you know, waving sayonara to this season. Uh, Eagles at the Broncos. I think the Eagles are just a bad football team. And so I think the Broncos, as that, you know, small home favorite, take care of business at home. So I'm not buying the Eagles as the short road underdog. I'm Scott Sidenberg. Follow on Twitter at Scott Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, we'll talk a little hoops action. See what we can put together for a card here coming up on Friday night. This is The Look Ahead 
here on VSIN. Don't forget to follow on Twitter at VSIN Live and head to VSIN.com to find out all the ways you can watch and listen to us here on the network. Tracker now available on vcin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to vcin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vcin.com slash NFL. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's the look ahead here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. On the NBA schedule here on Thursday, it was just a short three-game schedule. Raptors beat the 76ers 115-109. was the Pacers over the Jazz 111-100. And the Clippers topping the Heat 112-109. And favorites... Uh, just, you know, small card, as I mentioned, uh, but it was all underdogs, all on the road, by the way. They went 3-0 against the spread on Thursday. Two upsets by the Raptors, uh, who were plus four, and by the Pacers, who were plus 10.5. The Heat did cover the line of six, but they did lose at the Clippers. Overs went 2-1. and one. Unders still lead on the season, though, 104, 68-1. So, overs, though, in the last five days are now 22-20-1 over the last five days. So, there has been a little bit of regression uh, or, you know, the odds makers may be adjusting the totals going lower because of uh, the unders really dominating so far this season. 104-68-1 unders this season so maybe the books are adjusting and we're seeing over the past uh couple of days the overs have come back as i mentioned over the last five days 22 20 and 1 the overs have hit so let's take a look at the games coming up here on friday uh games especially that we have lines on some of the games there are no posted lines as of yet looking on the DraftKings sportsbook right now the knicks are a one and a half point favorite against the hornets Gave the stat earlier when talking to our good friend James Alberino that the Knicks starting five this season has played more minutes together than any five-man combination so far in the NBA. Yet they are being outscored 14.4 points per 100 possessions. It's just been bad. Their second unit has been incredible, but their starting five has not been good. Maybe Tibbs has to change up the rotation a bit. Maybe he has to make some changes in the top five. But the Knicks are certainly in a bounce-back spot here as they are coming off back-to-back loss. They're coming off a loss to the Milwaukee Bucks. They did beat the 76ers, but they're coming off a loss to the Bucks that was not a good game uh, as, you know, they they, they went down by like 26 points. The second unit came in, and they actually tied the game. 
before losing that lead, before losing late uh, when uh, Milwaukee did extend their lead there with a couple of threes. And that's the problem with the Knicks, too, giving up way too many open threes. So the Knicks are a much better team coming off of a loss this season. They've only lost back-to-back games once. That was when they lost to the Raptors and then lost to the Pacers. Uh, After every other one of their losses, they have bounced back to win. They uh, lost to the Magic, bounced back with a win over the 76ers, lost to the Cavaliers, bounced back with another win over the 76ers. Now they lose to the Bucks. Will they bounce back here with a win over the Hornets? They are minus one and a half. The Milwaukee Bucks are minus one and a half against the Boston Celtics, and Boston's a team that, honestly, I can't figure out this season. I I really just don't know who they are. Uh, Jason Tatum had 22 points and 12 boards in their win over the Raptors, um, playing without Jalen Brown, so he's going to miss the next one to two weeks. And playing without Jalen Brown, obviously, is going to be an adjustment. I was surprised to see how well they did without him in that game against the Raptors. As I mentioned, the 104-88 win over the Raptors. So will they be up to the task here against the Milwaukee Bucks? The Bucks who are uh, playing on the road for, you know, the second straight time after they uh, are coming off the win against the New York Knicks. They've on obviously a three-game road trip, a four, uh, four-game road trip now. Uh, they beat, they lost to the Wizards. Then they beat the 76ers in Philly. They beat the Knicks in New York. And now they are in uh, Boston for Friday night's game with a low uh, total here of 214 and a half. The Cavs are five and a half point favorites over the Pistons. The Cavs playing uh, the first game without Colin Sexton. They were up to the, the task as they, uh, well, I wouldn't say up to the task, but they did push the line as they were three point dogs against the Wizards. Um, so they're coming off. You know, they've won four straight games. Then they lose to the Wizards in the first game without Sexton. Now they play the Pistons, where they are actually a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Detroit, meanwhile, uh, not a good team. They are 2-8 and eight on the season. Um, their, one, their, their two wins were against two of the worst teams in the NBA, beating the Magic and beating the Rockets. Uh, but that... That's it. I mean, that win against the Rockets was their first road win of the season. Uh, other than that, you know, this is not a very, not a good uh, basketball team. They're without Kelly Olenek as well, who's going to be out for at least six weeks. So uh, the Cavs might be the play here on uh, as a small favorite, even without Colin Sexton. They're still a very good football team, a very deep fo- uh, uh, basketball team, excuse me. Uh, so five-and-a-half-point favorites, Cavs over the bad Detroit Pistons. The Blazers are laying six-and-a-half against the Rockets. Uh, the Rockets, another bad basketball team. Rockets this season, uh, one-and-ten overall. On the season, it has not been a good start for them. So the Blazers should be able to go into Houston and win this basketball game. The Kings are a four and a half point favorite at the Thunder. Same thing, the Thunder, another bad basketball team. Uh, they're four and six, though. They've kind of hung around a little bit. The Kings are five and seven. Total in this one is two. 18. Uh, the Suns and Grizzlies are a pick 'em. No posted total yet for that game. Spurs are uh, Mavericks. Excuse me, are two and a half point favorites at the Spurs. Uh, interesting spot there. Dallas seven and four on the year, and the Spurs are four and seven. And then you have the Lakers, three and a half point favorites over the Timberwolves. Lakers uh, seven and five on the year. Timberwolves three and seven. Lakers have not been good at covering spreads. Uh, but this is a game that, you know, we'll see what LeBron's status is. Uh, but they should win this game. You know, the Lakers, they're very frustrating. 
playing against the Miami Heat. Uh, I wanted to bet the Heat. And then Jimmy Butler goes down. He doesn't play in the second half. And at the end of that game, there was one of the most frustrating possessions that you're going to see in an NBA game. It's a tie game with 23 seconds left. Lakers call a timeout. (coughs) Excuse me. Coming out of the timeout. Russell Westbrook dribbles the ball for 23 seconds and then settles for a bad three-point shot. That's un I I I just I'm very curious. What exactly is Frank Vogel talking about in those huddles? Or what is Coach LeBron talking about in those huddles? Because coming out of those timeouts, they've been terrible. The Lakers have had five plays this season coming out of a timeout in the final minutes of a one-possession game. So five times this season, they have come out of a timeout in the final minute of a one-possession game. In those five possessions, they have resulted in four missed three-pointers, and one turnover. Out of those five, they've had three ISO possessions and one on-ball screen. What happened to, like, the coach drawing up a play, getting out that whiteboard and saying, hey, you go here, you go pick this guy, you pick this guy, you do something? No, the Lakers call a timeout, and they just go eeny, meeny, miny, mo and pick out which player is going to hold the ball for their whole shot clock and then shoot a three. Absolutely terrible. Very frustrating. Very, very frustrating. They were lucky to get that win. Lucky to get a win the other night, too, when they uh, had to play the Hornets in overtime after blowing a late lead. So Lakers are a very frustrating team. Uh, I could see them losing this outright to the Timberwolves. I don't. I just don't know how you bet on the Lakers with any confidence. A uh, couple of other interesting games. No spreads out just yet. Bulls at the Warriors. Hawks at the Nuggets. Nets at the Pelicans. These are all very interesting games that I'm eager to see what the number is, especially for that Nuggets game against the Hawks. Hawks are 1-7 on the road this season, and they have lost five straight games. The Atlanta Hawks are broken right now. Really. They are just they've they're in the midst of a four or five game road trip. Also, they 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 just played four straight road games uh, or three straight road games. So this is the fourth straight road game. As I mentioned, uh, not good on the road this season, one and seven. But they've lost five straight games now, just not playing good basketball. So I think the Nuggets would be the right side of this game. Uh, you know, Denver does get Nikola Jokic back from his suspension. So I do expect him to play well. And I think the Nuggets win this game. If this spread is under five, I'm going to go with the Nuggets here on Friday night. If it's over five, I might have a little bit of cause for hesitation. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Follow along on Twitter at Scott's on Air. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. The VSN midseason football special is here. For only $99, you get everything VSN has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet emails, 24 7 video streaming. Betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis on vcin.com and the College Hoops Betting Guide. This is a great deal and only $99 for the rest of the football season. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's a look ahead here on vcin, the Sports Betting Network. And we actually have some fun college basketball this weekend as I referenced the College Basketball Betting Guide. On Friday night, 
at Pauley Pavilion, number two UCLA, and number four Villanova with Jay Wright's Villanova Wildcats, a four and a half point underdog. So UCLA laying four and a half at home on a primetime game Friday night in L.A. Uh, I, I think this is going to be a battle. I think it's going to be a close game. I really like UCLA this season. You know, it's not just because uh, I interviewed Mick Cronin before the season started uh, when he was out here for a couple of high school tournaments or AAU tournaments over the summer. Uh, but I think they're a very good team. I think Villanova is a very good team as well. And this one, in my opinion, going to come down to the last couple of possessions. I think I'm leaning towards taking the points here with Villanova on Friday night. And then on Saturday, we got a very highly anticipated matchup. Number five, Texas at number one, Gonzaga. No line out for this one just yet. But I think that it's another spot where I'm going to lean towards taking the points with the dog in Texas because you know Gonzaga is going to be a favorite. Um, it, these are going to be fun games to watch. And maybe this is a game where, you know, Gonzaga kind of flexes their muscles because, I mean, this is what Mark Few has done over the past several seasons is he knows that his conference schedule is just, it's weak, it's going to be a cakewalk, right? So he has scheduled these really tough non-conference games early on in the season. So they're playing Texas here in the second game of the year, and then coming up, they're going to play the uh, two games in Vegas against UCLA and Duke back-to-back. And then they play against uh, Alabama in... um, what is being called the battle in Seattle, right? So that's going to, you know, basketball back in Seattle in that newly uh, renovated arena there where the Kraken play. So they're going to play some ranked opponents here. And we'll find out just how good this Gonzaga team is moving forward. Are they deserving of the number one next to their name? You know, this is a team that lost a lot of talent from last year's team, but they're still very, very capable. Uh, I just you know, and leaning towards the dogs here in both of these top five matchups, Villanova, UCLA, and then Texas and Gonzaga. I lean towards the underdogs in those matchups. But we got college football on Friday night, which will start the weekend off right. Number five, Cincinnati at South Florida. And I think South Florida is going to keep this one close, folks. Cincinnati has not done a good job of covering spreads. Uh, You know, this is a team that... I feel is just just waiting to lose their first game. Now, I'm not going to say that South Florida is going to beat them, but you can't take them lightly. South Florida kept it real close with Houston last week, and Houston, they had their way with them offensively. I mean, in that game, you would, have, you would not think that Houston only won this game by 12. Houston had... 646 yards of offense and 30 first downs. (laughs) You would have thought that they blew out South Florida, but South Florida, they had 400 yards of offense in their own right. Timmy McLean had a really big day, 289 yards passing, two touchdowns. He also rushed for a touchdown. And I think South Florida, playing with a little bit of momentum here, perhaps keeps this one close. 23 is a high number, and, and, and usually I, you reserve these high numbers 
for games that you believe are going to be blowouts. And this could still be a three-score game. If Cincinnati could win this game by 20. I mean, this could be a 41-21 final. And Cincinnati wins by 20, and the game's never in doubt. But guess what? The spread's 23, not 20. And it's an odd number because it's not just three scores, right? Three scores is 21. If the spread was 20 or 20 and a half or 19 and a half, you're like, okay. But now you're asking, you're asking Cincinnati to win by four scores and seven years ago. I just don't see that happening, really. Not the way this team has looked. I don't think they're winning by four scores against South Florida. I think, like I said, I think they could win by 20. I think they could win by 21. But I have a feeling that South Florida is going to keep it, you know, going to score a couple of, they're going to score a couple of times that uh, this game is, I'm not going to say going to get uncomfortable, but it's not going to be a cakewalk for Cincinnati. So I do like South Florida plus the uh, 23 points in this matchup. And actually, you know, it's interesting because the total in this game is only 58. So what they're basically saying is that Cincinnati wins this game, you know, 35 to, you know, 35 to 10. Well, that would be 45. But let's say, you know, 41, 14. Yeah, I think South Florida is going to get in the end zone a couple of times here. So uh, I like them plus 23 points. Not an official play for me, but that would be my lean here for Friday night is South Florida plus the 23 points. But my plays, the official plays for Saturday. All right, we're 1-0 on the week. Thankfully, we got lucky to be there, but we did it. All right, Pittsburgh covers six and a half. And sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. And so here you have it. A win is a win. We'll take it. We won't apologize for it. Record on the season in college football is 23 wins, 10 losses, and one push. And here's where we're going officially for Saturday. We're going with Oklahoma minus 5.5 against Baylor. I think the Sooners are playing a uh, good football right now under Caleb Williams. Uh, I, I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on Caleb Williams at plus 750 to win the Heisman because uh, this kid is the real deal. So, um, you know, I think that uh, it's a good bet. And I can see this team rolling over Baylor. As I mentioned, under Caleb Williams, they're averaging 46 points per game. And if you count the second half against Texas, they have scored 174 points in the last six halves of football. Okay? So let me take out a calculator. And let's do 174 points. 174. Divided by six halves of football, they're averaging 29 points per half. That's a lot. That one that that equals 58 points per game. Yes, I know that they had the shutout in the first half against Kansas, but they also scored 35 in the second half. So under Caleb Williams, adjusted point points per game would be uh, 58 points per game under Caleb Williams. I don't think Baylor keeps up with them. Oklahoma's going to win. Uh, Boston College, I'm taking them plus the two points. You could take them on the money line, but it's not that great value. It's only like plus 110 because it's a two-point spread. Might as well just get the cushion in case they lose by a last-second field goal or something and they wind up losing the game by one. But uh, Boston College, I think they win outright. They need one more win to become bowl eligible. 
They're playing against Georgia Tech, who's the 111th ranked defense in the country. Uh, under Jeff Hapley, they've never made a bowl game. Last season, they had six wins, but, you know, COVID, all that stuff. So they're going to play in a bowl game this year. They just need one more win. Why wait until next week against Florida State to get that sixth win? They play Wake Forest the final game of the season. Can't assume anything there. But I think Boston College is going to take care of business here. Phil Dracovic is back. Gave this team a big emotional boost returning last week against Vatek. He didn't do much offensively, but now with another week of rest and preparation, he'll handle his business, and they will beat Georgia Tech outright. And then I like Houston. Houston's 24.5-point favorites, 25-point favorites. They're going to cover that. But I think the, the better play is in the first half. First half minus 14, they're going to go into the locker room up at least three scores. They are the 14th best team in the country in first-half scoring, about 21 points for, per first half. And Temple was only at seven points per first half. That's 129th in the country. Temple's one and six in their last uh, one and six in their last seven games as an underdog, losing by an average of 39 points. In fact, Temple has only scored 26 points total over their last four games. Houston's the seventh-ranked defense in the country, so I don't think Temple's scoring any points. And Houston three and one against the spread on the road this season, scoring 46 points per game. This team is just a juggernaut offensively. Uh, They're great defensively. Houston's going to blow out Temple. It's going to be an ugly, ugly game in Philadelphia. I'm confident taking them minus the 14 points in the first half, but I do also think that they cover the 23 in the uh, 25, excuse me, in the full game line also. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Follow on Twitter at Scott's On Air. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.